Welcome to the Open House Podcast. Conversations exploring life, faith and hope with Stephen O'Doherty. Well, as you know, around Australia, the question of special religious education in schools has been a hot topic for a number of years. SRE in schools exists because at some stage, in fact very early on in the days of the colony, it was agreed that the churches would be given time in public schools in order to be able to teach the tenets of the faith. Australia developed a public education system that was going to be secular, that is, free of sectarianism, but not secular as in anti- or a-religious. There are many groups, though, that are pushing for religion to be out of public education in any way, even in these specially set-aside times for the churches to come in, in fact, all faiths, to come in and teach children in accordance with their faith. International covenants, by the way, say that every child has the right to access instruction about the religion of their family. And important documents like the Melbourne Declaration, which is the current statement by Australian education ministers on the purposes of education, include the importance of the spiritual development of children. You may know that this debate is in quite furious proportions in some states, particularly New South Wales and Queensland and Victoria. uh, They've taken scripture out of the schools altogether. Providers of SRE, special religious education, from all church groups, have been behind some research done recently by Professor Suzanne Rutland of the University of Sydney. Now, she's a Jewish researcher who has some previous background in researching religious education within the Jewish school context. She was asked to have a look at special religious education in schools, and she joins us on Skype. So I've been asked a very simple question to the kids. She simply asked, why have you chosen to come to Jewish SRE? Because, of course, these days it's voluntary. And to be honest, both of us were shocked with the responses. What were they telling you? the kids said, this is a safe place. This is where we come to see our friends. And um, unfortunately, there is an undercurrent of anti-Semitism still in our society. And um, so for the Jewish kids, once a week, together, gather together to learn about their own religion with other Jewish kids without feeling threatened Mm. about being Jewish. What we have found since from talking to other faith groups, we haven't done the detailed on-ground research, but it's very interesting in Christianity. Ironically, some of the children are having the same types of experiences in the playground of very negative comments being made about Christianity. And you don't expect that in Australian society. You don't, except the entire context. And in in a sense, you're right at at the epicentre of where this argument is played out. You're well aware of the controversy in Queensland and in New South Wales and other states, but it's it's particularly difficult in Queensland, I know, um, of uh, of attacks against SRE, whole interest groups uh, set up to basically drive religion and the practice of any religion out of our public education system. Uh, you're saying to me now that you're hearing from kids, Christian kids, that they're singled out because of their religion in a way that historically uh, members of the Jewish community have been. Yeah, just to make it clear, we have not done an in-depth study of the Christian SRE as we have for Jewish SRE. Yeah. Well, uh, this is, these are comments that have been made to me 
from uh, people, Christian teachers working in the SRE sector in both New South Wales and Queensland. But in addition, I became very involved with a group. They were known by the acronym RENA, um, R-E-E-N-A, who were pushing very, very strongly against SRE in government schools. So the comments that I have heard is much more from adults for Christian SRE, Mm. but resonated. And we see the same thing with Indigenous children who are frightened to come to school because of uh, racism in the playground. Mm. And uh, for other, we haven't explored other groups, but through RENA, what I found was the smaller religions, such as Baha'i, Hindus, uh, Buddhists, they really want SRE to continue because they don't have the funding to establish their own private schools. Yes. So I found through RENA, which really was a group pushing and successfully in Victoria already to end religion in state schools, um, that there was an undercurrent of people who thought and felt as I did from yes. the minority religions. Our guest on Open House is Emeritus Professor Suzanne Rutland. She's of Sydney University and um, she's on Skype with us at the moment from Europe. Your research was presented in New South Wales recently in a parliamentary reception with both the Minister and the Shadow Minister President and not ironically, I mean I think it's really interesting that you've got in the case of the New South Wales Minister for Education, Rob Stokes, a strong Christian. In the case of the Shadow Minister for Education in that state, uh, you've got Jihad Dib, strongly identified with his Muslim community, um, and both really fine men who, who I know personally and, and like a lot. Um, and there were 800 people, standing room only. So uh, the community, when it's poked, it's, it really seems to stand up for its SRE, doesn't it? It's absolutely amazing. What happened in New South Wales was that in 2015, the government uh, commissioned a major report on SRE. And the report did not come out saying that SRE should be discontinued, but rather made recommendations of ways to make the system more transparent Mm. and to allow for better training and evaluation. Absolutely. And in response to that, what has been amazing in New South Wales and was so seen on that Thursday evening event was that all the religions in New South Wales have joined together. So as you say, we actually had Rob Stokes. We had Jihad Dib, who, as you said, is uh, openly identified with his Muslim community. And we had Professor Zahavich Gross and myself, both of whom are strongly practicing Jews. So we, even in the group on the sort of stage, so to speak, we had three different religions from New South Wales. So clearly, uh, there's now been a very strong pushback, which is united. It's united all the different religious groups. So that what it shows is that religion can act as a force for social cohesion. Of course it can. (laughs) All of the religions. And it was amazing. I've been involved in debates about this issue in one way or another for probably 30 years. And there's, a, there's an ideology that, that comes through um, the strong secularists 
uh, or even the militant atheists, many of whom are the same people who strongly advocate for public education. Now, they go back to the early days of public education and the, um, and the phrase that um, it was going to be secular because it couldn't continue... And the reason public education was established in this country was because the churches were running the schools and, of course, then you had a sectarian thing happening between Catholics and Anglicans, so, um, or Church of England as it was at the time. But the phrase that they'll use is that children have to learn together, learn together. And they say we can't debate religion because that doesn't bring people together. And they say that if all kids learn together in one public school and they're all uh, a-religious, the school is a-religious, then we'll all be better citizens. But what you're saying is the direct opposite of that, and I think what you're saying is the truth. Absolutely. And what they're doing is representing that left-wing ideology which starts with Karl Marx. Yes. Marx argued that religion was the opiate for the people. Yes. And um, that if one removed religion and class divisions, one would have the ideal society. Well, that was well and truly tested in 70 years in the former Soviet Union. Yes. What simply happened was religion went underground. But uh, what one saw under this secular atheist societies, I mean, communism really became the new religion. But what's more, millions were murdered. Nazism was also paganist. Mm. It was not um, a religious, it was anti-religious in its core. So to say that religion is a source of all the world's ills and we just need to get rid of religion is a misreading of human nature. And sadly, those ills are part of human nature, so we're not going to get rid of them by getting rid of religion. <laughs> no, religion is rather the antidote. And the other, um, the other fallacy is that there's no place for religious discussion in the public square, that religion is in fact a private matter that you need to exercise only in the privacy of your own home, which, as you said, tends to drive it underground, which is the opposite of what you want in a civil society. But I feel like I want to say that religion is a deeply public matter where we can celebrate together the differences that we have and indeed celebrate our freedom, our freedom to have Jewish schools, Christian schools, Muslim schools, Bar high schools, if they, as you say, if they could afford it, and in public education to say that secularism means non-sectarian, that is to say the system is enforcing a religion on you, but it's actually educating you in a society where we value religion and therefore there must be a place for the study of religion and study about religion. Absolutely, and both things are needed. What we say is that to take religion out of, entirely out of the public domain would be tragic. And in terms of SRE, first, children need to be secure in their own religious identity. Mm. That's learning through religion. And then we are as equally supportive of what's called GRE, gen general religious mm. education. In other words, learning about all the religions in society. And there's no reason why SRE cannot contribute to GRE because Kids from one faith group, for example, we have the Jewish Festival of Hanukkah coming up now, starting on Sunday. Jewish kids who are going to Jewish SRE could share a Hanukkah experience with the whole, their whole class group within the school or something along those lines. Christmas is still, even though people um, argue it's not, but Christmas is still in the public space. Mm. And I believe it should remain there. But for Muslims, they should also have the possibility 
once they understand. But if you don't understand yourself, how can you understand others? And yes. that's what we feel very strongly about. Yes, which is the, the reason that it would also be counterproductive and quite wrong to replace SRE, Special Religious Education, instruction in your religion, with a general religious education course, which some of them say, they say, well, you can just get anyone to read out of a curriculum and just teach people about religion. But that doesn't go to this identity piece, which, as you've said, is very important for, amongst other things, safety. Absolutely. Religion is part of our rich cultural heritage. People talk all the time about maintaining culture, mm. but religion is a key element of that culture. And therefore, to remove religion is to weaken multiculturalism in Australia. That's Professor Suzanne Rutland of the University of Sydney. Discover more Open House podcasts at openhousecommunity.com.au.